0: Math with your kids, you can follow and listen on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your pods. Joyful Courage Parenting Podcast, episode 92. Welcome back to the Joyful Courage Parenting Podcast, a place for information and inspiration on the parenting journey. I am your host, Casey O'Rourke, positive discipline trainer and parent coach. I am completely ecstatic that you are listening in. And if you're a new listener, welcome, welcome, welcome. I'm so glad to have you here. If you find yourself laughing, taking notes, super excited about what you hear on the show today. Please do me a favor and pay it forward. Share this episode with your friends and your family and your neighbors, people you see at the grocery store, at the post office. Your sharing is the reason I'm able to show up for you each week, and I am so grateful I get to do so. Be sure to listen all the way to the end of this episode because I have a very special giveaway that I'm doing this month that you can get in on that has to do with sharing, all right? So listen in. Today, I am so excited about my guest. Her name is Jenna Phillips Ballard. She began her career in 2006 as a certified personal trainer and life coach for celebrities and has been featured on Dr. Phil and The Doctors Halfway through her career, she realized that she had a bigger calling. She is on a mission to motivate and inspire as many people as possible to become leaders, to make the world a better place. Jenna wants everyone to truly fall in love with themselves because self-love will heal this planet. She discovered the power of self-love when she made a full recovery from brain damage after waking up from a coma in the year 2000. Her commitment to making a full recovery depended solely on how she thought of herself, and she realized that her purpose is to empower others to break through their limiting beliefs and create an unforgettable life. In 2016, and she'll tell us about this, she co-founded Ascension Leadership Academy with her husband, and together they have coached hundreds of people into their greatness. She's also the founder of Unicorn University, an online membership community where women Never spend another day of being beige, broken, or behaved. Jenna is my friend. She is an inspiration to me, and I am so excited to share her special sparkle with all of you. So let's meet Jenna. Hi there, Jenna. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you, Casey. Thank you so much for having me. My pleasure. Please share with the listeners about your journey of doing what you do. Uh,
1: education. So what I do is education and, and what I, you know, what I teach mostly um, in the realm of, well, I have, I have two worlds and I'll, I'll talk about each of them um, independently and then I'll, I'll Talk about how they crossover. So, um, one world that I that I reside in is in the in the realm of emotional intelligence, and I and I do believe that this this specific type of um, environment is so crucial for for every single human being that you know we really get to understand what it means to be emotionally intelligent for us to uh, reframe the stories that we tell about the things that we experience in our life. So. You know like I'm, I believe that the reason why this is so important is because of how it it teaches adults who were at one point children kids and and ultimately our, our future, which is now like our present um, how to, how to reframe the, the past experiences of their life so they can be emotionally intelligent and not feel like they were a victim of anything in their life, no matter what happened. Mm-hmm. And then also support them in, in how to, and how to engage with our children today, because I really believe that being a parent, being, um, being a mom or a dad or a, a parental figure is, is the most important job in the entire world because of, um, our our planet, our world depends upon how our children today are going to, of course, take on that responsibility when they become adults. So, um, you know, it's, it's just, it's incredibly important that, that people get to have the opportunity to look at their life through a different lens. And, you know, it's often said, well, you can't change the past Well, you can, you can absolutely change the story that you tell about your past. And that's how you can rewrite history. Yeah. Tell me about how you got into this work. I got into this work about six years ago when I was living in Los Angeles. I was a a celebrity trainer and life coach for many years. I love that. um, I love that you were a celebrity trainer. uh, (laughs) It sounds, it sounds so weird to say that now, but like, I mean, that's, you know, that, that was, that's what I did. Um, But, but yeah, so I, 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 got to interact with, um, some pretty high profile people in, um, in Los Angeles and and traveled and worked all over the place and really got to have some really powerful experiences. And I discovered that my I was feeling limited in in my realm of, of work because I was only working with one person at a time. Or, you know, if I was training a band or working with a band, then it was like four or five people at a time. And I really felt called to to make a bigger impact. And even though I, I saw the, the power of my work with them and how that was going to impact their following or their fans or whatever, I really wanted to work with bigger groups of people. And so I called in an experience, um, some transformational workshops, personal development, and really had some powerful. Breakthroughs in there, and just discovered that that was actually the work I really wanted to be doing. Um, standing for people's egos, to have ego deaths, and 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 have people realize that we can always be reborn and start over and wipe the slate clean and, and, you know, reframe our life. And so I I dove all the way in, I went all the way, you know, through all the curriculum, graduated, really dove in, became, um, uh, started my, my mentorship and, and really took this on and and just continued to, to be in the realm of transformation and personal development. And then because of my commitment to that work and, and I also manifested the most incredible man ever who I'm now married to. And so it's been our, our passion and, and our life's work. And so last year we wound up moving to San Diego and we opened up our own personal development, transformational work, emotional intelligence, um, leadership Academy, uh, called Ascension Leadership Academy. So now we offer a series of, um, a series of workshops and curriculum that lasts about four months from beginning to end. So it's, we're now doing the stuff that we were students of, you know, six years ago, and and now we're, we're thriving and it's just, it's evolving and exploding in, in San Diego. So it's just, we're, very blessed to, um, to be able to do the work that we're doing now.
0: Ah, oh, I love that. I have tingles all over <laughs> and goosebumps. I love yeah. your story. I love your story. And I want to go back to something that you said, cause I think it is really, it really shows up, um, in the work that I do with parents is the idea of changing. We can't change the past. We can't change the childhood experience that we had. However, we can reframe the story. Can Absolutely. you talk, will you talk a little bit more about that? Like what are, how sure. do we do that? Cause I think that what I notice is people
1: really, we really kind of hang on to it. Absolutely. I, um, well, I'll, I'll speak about a personal experience that I, that I had. And, um, if I may get incredibly vulnerable and candid with you and your following and your listeners, um, I experienced, I've experienced sexual abuse a few times in in my life. And the first time I experienced, I was seven years old and, and that really kind of, shaped my, my conversation about, am I worthy? Am I, you know, I had all these different conversations about my worthiness and my, uh, my strength and my confidence. And, um, so that really showed up in a lot of different ways throughout my life. Mm-hmm. And, um, and, and I got by going through these workshops and through these experiences, I got to look at where those conversations started because I didn't connect the to, I didn't realize that the reason that I had, the, the interpretation that I had at that time ultimately shaped and shifted and, and, um, and crafted a, a lot of the conversations I had about myself leading up to that point. And so I got to kind of rewire the, um, the framework that, that I really was operating from on a regular basis and, and really got to understand it from an emotional intelligence aspect rather than this happened to me and I feel fill in the blank. So, um, so there was that. And then also uh, my most recent experience of sexual abuse was about um, five years ago. And, uh, and I, and I really, that during that time I was, um, I I really felt very victim-y and it kind of turned my world inside out and upside down. And it took me about a year and I was kind of, I just completed my, my journey as a, as a student of these trainings, um, right when this had happened. And, um, and, and I, and I got to, apply the stuff that I was learning, even though it was it was tough because I was in it. Um, I was I was in an environment that supported me in being able to navigate through it. And um, I really discovered compassion at a whole other level, mm-hmm. realizing that for anyone to even have the thought to do what this man did to me, um, something horrible must happen to him in his life. And so really understanding the compassion piece, because when we don't have compassion, when we're angry at the abusers or we're angry at the people who do whatever they do, it has us continue the cycle. Cycle, and it has us perpetuate the suffering and and further the um you know further the the challenges that we have as human beings and so so I really got to to reframe that and and I found you know gratitude throughout the whole experience believe it or not mm-hmm. um, it it really humbled me it, it had me understand again like compassion at a level I didn't even know was possible um, and it really supported me in being um, a more effective leader and and really trying really really looking at how we can practice compassion as as a mindset as a lifestyle as, as a way of being and so that that really supported me um, and you know I, I also was in a head trauma accident when I was 17 i was in a coma woke up from the coma with brain damage and and it was really kind of from that whole experience when i really started to understand what it means to persevere and what it means to set your mind to something and, and be committed to something and and be on a mission and so i've really kind of been on this path of you know being on a mission and 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 using my voice for good for, um, you know, ever since then. I mean, that was almost so that was almost 17 years ago that that happened so um, really supported me in um, being clear that we're all meant for greatness we're all meant to to utilize our experiences in our lifetime and we can either just have them be nothing or we can have them be everything to us and 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 be the uh you know the experts of said experience because anything that hasn't killed us like we're all here breathing you guys are listening to the podcast so you're still alive and whatever you've experienced in your <laughs> yeah. lifetime it didn't defeat you it didn't obliterate you it, you know it, it's not bigger than you. It wasn't bigger than you. So we're all incredibly strong as as individuals, and I do believe that we can get through anything, provided that we have a specific kind of mindset and um, and we we educate and and support ourselves in getting on the other side.
0: Yeah. Oh man. Thank you. Thank you for sharing that. And it makes me think about the metaphor of. Like driving a car, right? And we have a choice around are we going to drive our own car of life or are we going to let the things that, quote, happen to us mm-hmm. um, be the drivers? Powerful.
1: Right? Powerful. It yeah, is. It's powerful. It is.
0: And I've heard you say lots of times,
1: <laughs> uh, <laughs>
0: listeners, just so you know, Jenna is on Facebook Live every Thursday night at 7 p.m. PST. And you, all you got to do is turn it on and you're mesmerized for the solid <laughs> however long she's on there, because, Jenna, it's so fun and inspiring to watch you and listen to you and the way that you interact with the people that show up like it's just it's really powerful. So thank you for that offer every week. Mm -hmm. Um, I'll make sure that there's links listeners in the show notes so you can find her. But one of the things that you say a lot is life happens for you. Mm -hmm. And I think that's a huge, that's a huge mindset shift. And um, recently I, I watched you talking about some travel mishaps that happened, right? You lost Mm -hmm. a bag in your travel or like, Mm -hmm. and you said, well, this is if this is life happening for me, you know, how can I (laughs) use that mindset to get me through that? But and that's why I asked you to come on the podcast is because I'm always so inspired with the mindset that you share with the world and that it's a mindset that I know it isn't an act. It's not lip service, that it truly is how you're come from. And it's just so inspiring to me. And I feel like what you talk about often is possibility. I hear you talking about possibility, and I hear you talking about worthiness. And that mindset is so supportive of the work that those of us who are choosing into connected, positive, relationship-based parenting, it's so supportive of of us, right? Because I think that, you know, I've done a lot of podcasts, so the listeners have listened to me talk about all sorts of stories, but... You know, we can get really down on ourselves. I think that those of us that are working towards these, you know, positive, connected, helpful parenting, you know, we set the bar so incredibly high that when we fall short, we move or we dive right into I am terrible at this, I'm a bad person, I'm a bad mom, da, 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 da whatever the conversation is. And rather than looking at, okay, what's the opportunity here? right? What's the what's the lesson? What's the learning? And I and I think that many parents and I've said this a lot of times on the show with clients can let fear be the driving force with their kids. Can you talk a little bit about fear and how it keeps people from living in that anything is possible mindset?
1: Sure. Um, You know, fear, fear is literally the only thing that can, that can truly stop us from, from living a a fulfilled, meaning, meaningful life. And, you know, when we choose to not move forward, it's because we're afraid of a specific outcome or we assume that it's going to be a certain way. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we don't take risks and we don't give ourselves the opportunity to, um, to be bold or to be brave in certain, in certain things. And so a lot of the times people feel like, you know okay if i'm going to be if i'm going to be courageous if i'm going to be fearless if i'm going to be brave that means i can't be experiencing any kind of fear whatsoever so if i'm experiencing fear or if i'm experiencing butterflies or whatever then that means i'm not i'm not cut out for that courageous journey but i i really believe that courage is something that people have um, you know, it's, it's taking those risks and and making those bold moves, even in the face of fear, even in the 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 question of the you know, am I enough? Am I ready? Like, you know, it, it's I I very frequently am standing in the the space of like, okay, here we go, <laughs> I just go for it, <laughs> and I figure it out on the way because uh you know if we're if we're always wanting to wait until it's the right time or until it's logical or you know I. I'm gonna edit this, but I always say "f your logic"
2: or mm-hmm.
1: "screw screw your logical reasoning" or "screw the you know." And and I, I use interruptive language when I am when I'm supporting the students in, in our trainings because it's it it has them kind of perk up and go, okay, yeah. Where do I do this in my life? And and I get to be the interruption for this. So we we often choose the path that is the most comfortable, that makes the most sense, that seems to you know, to be the best way. And, and the times that I have created the most success in my life have been in the moments where I just took a blind leap of faith and I just figured it out and I just went for it. So, you know, I've, I've really gotten to, I've had a lot of opportunities to really dance with that. Um, my first private client when I was 23 years old and I was, I'd was I'd I been a personal trainer, a Pilates instructor and a personal trainer for a month. And my, fir- my first private client was Ben Stiller. So I was, I was 23 years old and all of the conversations of like, you're not, you don't know what you're doing and you haven't been doing this long enough. And there were other trainers in the studio who'd been, you know, they had like their master's degree in physiology and, and, you know, exercise science. And like, there were all these, you know, reasons why they ought to be the better trainer for Ben. However, it was, it was the, the energetic connection that he and I had, we became great friends um, and the, and my boss who assigned me to this, to this position to be his trainer for a movie at night at the museum, um, I went on location. Like I left the studio, oh went gosh. on location for four months and I got him in the best freaking shape of his life. So my fear came up is like, are you sure? Are you sure? Are you sure? And I'm like, yep, I just, I am okay. Here we go. This is either going to make or break my career. <laughs> so I went for it <laughs> and totally just, just trusted myself and figured out you know, my method, I, I was never inspired by trainers who knew all the fancy words for all the muscles like that's nobody uses those terms. It's just, So I totally just got connected to the body and the energy and the, you know, and I really got to do some really powerful metaphysical work with him and did Reiki. And so there was a lot of really great opportunities for me to apply my knowingness of a human being because we all we, we all that. have the answers. We all have the wisdom. We all have it within us. It's just up to us either access it or not.
0: Yeah. Oh, I love that, Jenna. And I and I love what you said that we get trapped in that assumption that we already know it's going to work out a certain way. So why bother? Mm -hmm. Right. I mean, I think that, you know, on this show, we talk about parenting and I often find myself saying, but really, we're talking about humaning. Right? Because the way we interact with our kids should be the same way that we interact with the rest of the humans on the planet. Sure. You mm-hmm. know, including our partners. And there's lots of conversation in my community around, you know, partners as well and challenges there. And, you know, what I'm uh, currently experiencing in that conversation with my partner is really trying to let go of the box that not only have I put him in, but the box that I've put myself in. Um, in our relationship. And again, it comes back to this this, this. I am enough piece. I'm enough to be vulnerable with him. I'm enough to open the lid off this block, like blow the lid off this box and just trust and believe that, you know, and not be attached to what it's going to look like, but to have the important conversations that I know are already happening energetically between us, <laughs> but maybe yeah. not being spoken into. So, um, and we talk a lot to... Uh, with on the show about how quick we are to make assumptions, assumptions about how our kids are feeling assumptions, how other drivers on the road are feeling, you know, we assume the heck out of things. And it doesn't serve us because we're more likely than not off the mark. And, and you spoke about worthiness. So can we talk a little bit um, about that? Because I've heard you bring it up a lot in your train of thought, um, Facebook lives and in your work. But how do you how do you help your clients really find you know and I'm like the visual that's coming to me right now is I was just talking about this this morning like this peeling away of all the shit right that we've piled up on our true selves or our godly selves or our inner truth or whatever you want to call it. Like there's all of these layers that over time we've put on there. How do we peel back those layers to get back to that core place of really knowing that we matter and knowing that we're enough? How do you support clients in that?
1: Well, a lot of that like what you were saying how we we as humans we create these assumptions or we make up our mind about about something and it's going to be a certain way or it must look a certain way and and we as human beings like our ego mind must have a visual, our ego. Cause when we, if we're talking to somebody on the phone, we imagine the space that they're in. We, 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 we picture them in our, in our mind's eye. Yeah, about I see you. I totally doing. see you right
0: now. Yeah. And your and fancy totally nails you. and your cute hair
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> and your great eyelashes. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I received that. Um, but we, we can't, it's almost like we can't help, but do that because it's the way that we understand um, reality. It's the way that we, um, you know, it's, it's the best way that we can feel the most safe. And so we always go to what makes the most sense. We, we have to have some kind of, um, tangible something in our mind. Like we, we have to almost have it be tangible so that we can feel safe or, um, you know, in, in a, in a, in a good space. And so we often do that. And, and the way that I support my clients in getting back to their level of worthiness is I have them, um separate from from like the the assumptions or the certainty or what they've made up their mind about and and how that can look. I mean it looks a lot of different ways. So in in the training room, um sometimes it would look like me screaming at someone like an inch from their face, as close to them and you know, not at them but at their ego, at, at their walls. So like really break that stuff down because when we experience life and we have our 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 you know, our experiences in our, in our childhood, we start to build these walls around our heart. You know, someone forgets to pick us up from school. Somebody lies to us. We get cheated on. Um, We watch dad hitting mom or, you know, whatever it is that we experience. And we start to protect ourselves. It's the way that that we can, we can best preserve our, our childhood. But really, what that does is it robs us of our innocence, it robs mm-hmm. us of our worthiness, and it, it takes away from the essence of our of our magic and who we really are meant to be. So as we become adults, as we turn into you know these, these grown-ups, we lose the essence of our inner child. And and what comes with that is is the, the loss of our worthiness or the loss of our believing in anything being possible. So, you know, the the powerful opportunity that I typically get to dance with when I'm working with people is I, I have them look at the source and have them peel away, you know, the layers. And even though even though it's not an actual thing, it, it still is so made up in our mind. Like we, we feel as if we actually have constructed these walls, but it's all made up in our mind the same way that we make up um, assumptions or make up um, you know, circumstances in our, in our head. So it's a lot of the reworking, the rewiring of these, um, these constructions that we've created in our life. And so um, the, the other world that I get to play with is the work that I do with women specifically. And I'm about to launch my first ever online program called Unleash Your Inner Unicorn. And so I really got to, I, it's, I'm so excited! So great! So great! So and, great. Um, and I've also created an online membership community called Unicorn University that women get to be a part of once they complete the six-week course. Mm-hmm. And um, and and like this in this space, it's all about reframing the, the conversation around the worthiness. So for those of you moms out there who feel like you don't have enough time to wash your face before you go to bed, or take a bubble bath, or go get a pedicure or a manicure, or whatever kind of self-care you you put off to the side because you've got so many other things to focus on and so many other people to focus on like i i e your children which i know that's a complete mag, you know magnificent responsibility and life changes once once you are blessed to have children and i'm not a mother but i, I can only imagine what that will be like for me when i take on that that
3: you know that mission
1: um, but i take a strong stand for for mothers and all people but specifically women to really truly understand that being selfish is not a bad thing. Mm-hmm. That we really do get to take care of ourselves first because not only are we teaching our children and our daughters, because the way that we show up in our lifetime is a direct result of how our mothers showed up. I mean, we model after our mothers whether we want to be like them or not. Like, we do find ourselves going like, oh my God, my mother does that. Or oh, that, was yeah. so, that was totally something <laughs> that my mom would do. Or I totally just sounded like my mom. Or like, ah. And as much <laughs> as we don't want to be like our moms, we end up being like our moms unless... We are emotionally intelligent enough to realize that we get to break the cycle or the pattern or the lineage, the stuff that's been passed down for the last hundreds and hundreds and hundreds or thousands mm-hmm. of years. Um, that if we don't break that cycle, we're gonna pass it on to our daughters. And so, you know, how we show up and how we take care of ourselves is is so important, especially if we have, you know, daughters, like little, little, you know, feminine beings who are coming into this world, we get to show them that being selfish is a a beautiful thing. We get Mm. to put ourselves first, put our our oxygen mask on ourselves first. The reason why they have you do that on airplanes, you know? Yeah. Put the oxygen mask on you first, then support others. And so if we don't, if we don't create time and space for just us being selfish and like having, having that time for leveling up our self-care game, taking a nap, going to the gym, going to yoga, like whatever it is that we get to do to create that time and space for ourselves is, is incredibly important because we are, we're basically setting the example for our children and our children are our future. So if, if we tell our kids it's, it's not okay to put ourselves first, then they're going to, they're going to take that on. I mean, we don't want we don't want our children to feel like they can't put themselves first. So it really is looking at like where we get to be responsible by, by being that example and and setting the tone
0: for the future. I love
1: that. I love that. And my
0: listeners, if you've, you know, unless you're a new listener, which yay, love you. Thank you for being here a new listener. Um, And for the rest of you, if you've heard me talking these last few weeks, um, people know that I'm currently in my own work um, in a leadership program And so what's and I'm actually looking at the post it notes in front of me, which say, time is abundant, because I can hear as you talk, which I absolutely agree with everything that you're saying around self care, um, and soul care, right. And and I can hear the conversations in the minds of the listeners going like, well, yeah, if I had the time, if I had the time. So listeners, I just want all of you to know that I do have that conversation around time. And what I'm being supported in right now is shifting the way that i look at the day and deciding that i don't have enough time is not a conversation that i want to have anymore and i really want to shift into time is abundant and that i have an abundance of time in my day which includes time to take care of myself which by the way does not need it doesn't need to be two a two hour bath right like it there's ways of taking care of myself that can integrate into the ways that I'm taking care of my family and the ways that I'm taking care of my business. So, Jenna, what tips? And I, you know, I'm totally speaking for myself right now, <laughs>
1: <laughs> taking
0: advantage of having you on the phone. I love it. <laughs> so, what kinds of tips would you have for parents who really are in this this conversation around there's not enough time?
1: Well, there's a, a an old proverb, and I'm totally gonna butcher it, but something to the effect cool. of I do it all meditate- the time. meditate, meditate 20 minutes a day. And if you don't have time, meditate for an hour a day. So, you know, it's like we get to reframe the relationship that we have with time because time does not exist. Time is is cyclical. It's not linear. Mm -hmm. And, you know, like the, if, if you haven't read the book, The Power of Now, read it. It was something that I read when I was, um, when I was 21 and it really shifted my whole perspective around time and, um, and knowing that we are, we are the creators of, of our, our time distribution. I mean, Beyonce has the same 24 hours in the day that all of we, all of us. So, right. If you know, it's not like, it's like Beyonce has like 72 hour days. I mean, she just look at what she has caused in her life. I mean, she has chosen to, direct her energy in a specific way that has caused the results and the legacy and the, um, the, the creations that she has, that she has delivered to us as as a human being. So, you know, it really just comes down to a choice. So you, if, if the constant conversation that, that you are having is I just don't have the time I would, if I had the time, I wish I could, I wish I, if you are having that conversation, you're a victim to your day, you are a victim to your circumstance, you're a victim to your reality. And, and that, that mindset, that perspective is not going to support you in creating an abundant life. So so it's, it's being that interruption for your own thought pattern, your own conversation. And if you find yourself saying something that does not forward you or doesn't feel good, or doesn't have you feel abundant, then just reframe the conversation. And if it's going to take you journaling or creating, you know, post-it notes and putting them all over the place or whatever it is that you get to do, um, shifting your conversation and shifting your languaging in a way that's going to, support you and and be reflective of the reality that you want. Like you get to focus your energy on what it is that you want, not what is. If you focus your energy on what is, it's only going to expand what is. So since we are meaning-making machines, and I know that you've heard that that saying many, many times, mm-hmm. Casey, um, we get to give everything a meaning that is going to reflect the experience, the reality, the the, the results that we want. So if I'm giving my energy to something... And I and I being being um, in the realm that I'm in, I, I have the tools to be able to reframe pretty quickly. It's 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 a it's a lifelong practice. Yeah. So you are not... pretty
0: darn skilled. <laughs> I've seen you in <laughs> but... action and I'm like, sometimes it's kind of a it's kind of a invitation to be like, Okay, I'm gonna mess with her. I'm gonna yeah. see how she can reef <laughs> what about this? <laughs> Try this one. Try this prompt, Jenna. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and then, and then I split and then you go, okay, here we yeah, go.
0: Yeah. I'm like, got gosh, it. darn it. Look at her. Yeah. Well, it is, but, it, but, but it, it's really is. It's
1: a choice. It's yeah. a choice. So, so we can, we can continue to be a victim to our circumstances or we can tell a story that feels, feels better, that for us and, and is reflective of the result that we want to have. So when I have, when I'm working with students and you know, they call me for coaching and they're like, okay, well, I got this. And this. so in, in our, in our, three months of, of life coaching after the the two levels of the trainings that we, that we offer to our students, there are three Mm -hmm. training weekends. The last training weekend is an amazing retreat where we, we go stay somewhere in an undisclosed location. It's powerful and and amazing and magical and everything. And so the students who are total controllers are fearful because they're like, well, I need to have a, you know, a fridge. I've got to refrigerate my medication. I've got it like (laughs) these long list. like I have to make sure that I have this and I've got that. And I'm like, trust the process. You know, I, I got you and they have no idea what's coming, but it's going to be the most incredible magical weekend of their entire lives. And I also make sure that everyone is set up to, to be able to, to physically be there and to be mm-hmm. present and to celebrate and be in recognition and and all of that. So, um, so I always stand for them to look at what they are causing by being in the fear of the assumption of the, you know, the whatever relationship they have with things not working out for them. It's like, okay, well, if you're going to make up a story, why don't you say, you know what, the universe totally has my back. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to be set up with the exact accommodations that I need for my health and well-being to be at an all time high. And you know, like, that's the conversation that I love to entertain rather than like, oh, it's just going to go badly. And I'm going to be uncomfortable. And I'm going (laughs) to, you know, it's like the fear, right? So we, we can totally be in that space or we can talk about the abundance or the magic that's going to be revealed to us by trusting the process and being in the flow and not being attached and giving yeah. ourselves the gift of of being open to receiving whatever comes. All right, I have an idea. Right.
0: I want to play. I want to play with your gift of reframe. Love it. Okay, so we'll do like a lightning round, and I'm going to throw some typical mom complaints at you. Oh goody! Oh yeah. goody! Bring can we it, do bring that? It. Okay, totally. Okay. So now, okay. So let me think. So, uh, my teenage daughter's always rolling her eyes at me. She totally disrespects me.
3: Well, Hey there, busy mama. Are you looking for ways to make your life easier? Your home less chaotic and at the same time, add more joy to your life. My name is Deanna Yates and I'm the host of Wanna Be clutter free
1: So a different conversation that you could have around that is my incredible daughter is shifting, her hormones are crazy. She's in that time <laughs> and space and reality where, you know, she thinks that she knows everything and I literally know nothing and I can relate because I used to be there too. Yes. So having some compassion and shifting and like owning it and holding space for her to shift and making specific requests from your daughter. What is it that what is it about me that has you feel like you can disrespect me by having those kinds of facial expressions? <laughs>
0: can't wait to say that to her. All right. Let me think of another one. How about, um, there, I, I'm so busy with my kids. I don't have any time to take a shower.
1: Okay. Well, there's something called military showers that are (laughs) literally 30 seconds or one minute. And if you do not have the capacity to stretch your plate, to jump in the shower for one minute or even five minutes, then you are causing the expansion of the overwhelm. So so rather than focusing on, like, I don't have the time, Mm -hmm. shift the conversation into, I am so blessed to have an abundance of time and so much energy that I can be in the shower for two to five minutes without being interrupted by any of my children or any of their breakdowns or drama or mom or whatever it is that they have going on. But changing the story around the not having the ability to shower just immediately going into I am so blessed to have the extra amount of time, abundance, space, and energy to take a shower in peace without any interruption. And I also get to light candles. Love,
0: love that. Love that bonus candles. What about nobody will eat the dinner that I cook? Gosh,
1: (laughs) I'm getting I'm prepping
0: you. I'm just getting you prepared, Jenna. It's really a gift
1: to you here. (laughs) And I love it. I love it. Then it's time to uh, do some searching on YouTube for some different meal ideas.
0: (laughs) I love that. Oh my gosh. See, this is this is the beauty of Jenna, everyone, is even like right now I'm really searching. And I can't come up with anything that I think is going to stump her because (laughs) you just, you do, you have a gift. And I want to recognize too, what you said is it was, it has been and is continuing to be developed over time with practice.
1: And I also want to say, so, so a thing that I know definitely comes up for, for moms often is. I don't have childcare, or the money to afford childcare, or the, or the, or, 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 or. The blank goes on forever and ever and ever. It's like great. So reframing the conversation around your worthiness. I am worthy of receiving support from people who love and care about me such that I get to have an afternoon just to myself. So it's it's having women, mothers, reframe their relationship with what's available to them, shifting your mindset around abundance. So asking for support, which is hands down the number one most challenging thing for all women and mothers to do, asking for support in such a way that you get to open up and stretch your plate. Yeah. So by stretching your plate, it's not like taking things off the plate or removing things from the plate. It's expanding the plate. And by asking for support, your, your plate will expand. So if there's, there is, there's always going to be somebody who is wanting to give to you. And if we don't ask for support, if we don't give people the opportunity to give to us, then we're robbing them the opportunity to give to us because people yeah. love to give. Yeah. which and and moms love to give that's why you give 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 until you can't give anymore and then you give some more and then you become resentful and you're like i'm a martyr and yeah. i do you know what i've done for you or do you know how hard i work for you or do you know what i've given up to support you to be it's like the whole conversation and it's like oh boy okay so nothing is <laughs> the, abundant about the that struggle <laughs> is real <Yeah.
0: laughs> right there's and and you know what i i recently just saw somebody writing about how um take the help Because the way karma works, you'll have the opportunity to be the helper Mm -hmm. really soon. And the other thing that I'm hearing you talk into as well is the fact that, well, no, this is what I want to say. So I want to speak right to the listener right now, you who are listening to this show and are thinking to yourself, even in as you listen to Jenna, like talking about how to shift all these conversations, even you who are making all sorts of reasons why, well, that won't work for me, or I can't do that, or blah, 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 blah. I would like to just invite you into curiosity around your resistance. Right? Because I think that sometimes we hear things and we immediately like it's so ingrained in us to immediately dismiss like, I can't. Or that doesn't work for me. And I'm here to say, like, how can it work for you? That Even that small little tweak, like, how can I put this into practice? Where is a place that I can do some reframing? So you, listener, who I love dearly and support with all of my heart and being, take a look at the conversations you're having, even as you're listening to this conversation that I'm having with Jenna, because... It's really powerful to kind of take, and they've heard me say this, Jenna, but taking the balcony seat, or as our friend Mary Jo says, going to 10,000 feet and looking down mm-hmm. and really seeing a bigger picture and being an observer of ourselves. So as to get out of our own way, right? Get out of your own way, listeners, please. So and, powerful. and from a place of all love, right? All love, no blame here, no pointing fingers, just simply like, the desire for all of us to be living the most incredible life ever. Right?
1: Yeah. And Casey, I also want to say, um, how you were just addressing the the listeners and saying, for those of you who are saying, Oh, well, you don't understand. Oh, well, my life, or well, you know, my circumstances are my reality, or there's no way for you to understand what I'm going through. Um, you know, if, if you say so, like if you are so certain that your life is so difficult such that you're not able to create manifest attract, whatever that is, you you're you're right, yeah. if you say so. Like, if that's going to be your conviction and you're going to focus your energy on that and you're so committed to being right about not being able to fill in the blank, well, yeah, you're right, if you say so. Wherever yeah. you focus your energy and whatever story you tell yourself, you are absolutely right about that.
0: Yeah, so let's change the story. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, let's do it. I love it. All right, well, I have
1: one more question for
0: you. Sure. What does joyful courage mean to you, Jenna
1: Phillips-Ballard? Joyful courage, what that means to me is finding the joy and the bliss in any specific circumstance, situation, no matter how scared out of your mind you are. It's being courageous, standing in the fire anyway, going for it anyway, because joy is a choice. Like you, you get to choose joy.
0: Mm. I love that. Short and sweet and so very Jenna. thank you for that Mm. where can my listeners find you and follow you
1: well you can all find me very easily by searching for me on any social media platform specifically um Facebook, and also Instagram. My name is Jenna Phillips Ballard, double N, double L, double L. And um, I'm pretty easy to find. I'm the only Jenna Phillips Ballard in the entire world. So you'll find me there. And then Twitter, which I'm, I hardly ever use. I'm not even going to give you my Twitter <laughs> handle. I'm like, there's no point. I'm Jenna Phillips B on Twitter, but like, I don't even do anything on Twitter. So don't look for me there. Um, but also my website is jennaphillipsballard.com. And uh, pretty soon you're going to see unicornuniversity.com up and running.
0: Awesome. Awesome. Well, listeners, you know, there'll be links to all of those places for finding Jenna in the show notes. Again, she's on Facebook live every Thursday night at 7pm Pacific. And Jenna, thank you so much for coming on and sharing your unicorn sparkle with my people.
1: My honor and pleasure. Thanks for having me.
0: Oh, it was such a treat talking to Jenna. Oh my gosh. She, isn't she awesome? She's so awesome. Uh, so I mentioned early, early in the show, I mentioned in my intro that I have a little May giveaway happening, a call to action, my friends, right? I have a beautiful community. You are a beautiful community of parents and I appreciate you so much. You support each other. You celebrate each other. You offer deep, deep wisdom to each other in our online community. I have one more request. I have one more request. This podcast, do you know that it's like my favorite thing to do? I love this podcast and I've kind of stalled out. Our show download numbers have stalled out a bit and it's time to push through to the next level. So my goal for May is 25,000 downloads. Oh yeah, that's about 8,000 more than I've been getting since January when you all really showed up and pushed through and got me to that level. Now I'm ready to do it again and I can't do it without you. Remember, remember impacting 1 million kids? I haven't talked about that much lately. I am still on that mission, right? We still can have that kind of impact. Impact 1 million kids or more. Together, we can bring the Joyful Courage podcast to loads more parents. I know it has so much value because you tell me. You all reach out via email, via Facebook, Instagram. You let me know that you are receiving takeaways and appreciation for the show. So to incentivize you, to incentivize you, this month, I'm going to be giving away mantra bracelets. I don't know if you've been... On the website lately, but I got a whole new order, a whole new shipment of mantra bracelets. If you go to joyfulcourage.com slash mantra dash bracelets, you will see them or just to the navigation bar where it says shop. And this is going to go, the top three sharers of the group are going to get their pick of which mantra bracelet they want. So what that means is you find a podcast episode that you love and you can find them all listed out for you at joyfulcourage.com slash podcast. Pick one, copy the link, paste it into your social media and say, I really love these podcasts. This one's really great. Casey is the host. Make sure to tag me, right? Tag me or tag Joyful Courage. I'll see either way. And yeah, and share it. Share it around, right? Share that shit. I need you. Um, If you can't tag me, be sure to just maybe take a screenshot or send me something that shows me that you've shared via Messenger. Or if you're out in the world and you're talking to people and you're like, oh my gosh, this podcast is so awesome. Let me have your phone. Let me show you how to find it, how to subscribe. If you can get people to subscribe in person. I want you to take a selfie and I want you to send the selfie to me via Facebook Messenger. You get two sharing points for that. And then, like I said, at the end of the month, May 31st, whoever has shared the most, the top three people who have shared the most, will get their pick of a mantra bracelet because I care about you and I want to make this fun for you. I am so honored that what I do makes a difference in your life. I can't tell you what it means to me to meet you out in the world and have you tell me, oh, my gosh, I loved that show that you did or I'm a listener. It just makes my heart swell with love and humility and excitement. Um, So, yeah, so let's get this show out there in front of more people. I'm going to also put together a silly little video that is helpful in letting people know how to subscribe because it turns out parents, not all parents really get the whole podcast thing and it is so not hard. So help your help your fellow parents out and show them how. All right? Find me, as always, on Facebook at Joyful Courage, on Instagram, on Twitter at Joyful Courage. Please join our closed group on Facebook. It's called Live and Love with Joyful Courage. We are having really powerful conversations, forwarding conversations there. I also share with you. I share with the group about offers. Um, I'm also changing up my newsletter, so I am You can join the newsletter at joyfulcourage.com. There's a little link at the very top to join the newsletter. And when you join, what you are getting now via newsletter is um, a post about each week's show. So if that's something that you're interested in, sign up for the newsletter. And if you have any feedback that you would like to share, you can always send it to Casey at joyfulcourage.com Casey at joyfulcourage.com and I just want to share something that came through from Julika just this morning I opened my email and I got a message that said hi Casey I want to send you a little love note I know that a lot of sweat and love goes in all the wonderful content you share with us you've impacted my life and with that the life of my children more than you can probably imagine thank you for that what I particularly appreciate is that you bring on speakers who represent people of color and people with different religious, religions and beliefs. Using your platform to raise those who are working extra hard to overcome obstacles like oppression is one of the most effective ways to create change. Keep doing it. Sending you much love with deep gratitude, Julika. So thank you, Julika. That made my day big time. And I am. I'm always looking to expand the perspective um, of the listener. And I'm looking for, for guests that are going to offer you, you know, different ways of, of thinking about interacting with the world and interacting with your kids. So my hope is that Jenna did that too. I love, love, love Jenna Phillips Ballard. She is so amazing. So be sure to check out her links in the show notes and just know that I am out here for you. I'm out here for you, and I can really use your help with spreading the word. So get involved, get excited about the May giveaway. And, um, yeah, I will see you next week, my friends. Bye.